And we are back. Happy May the 4th be with you. Fucking Star Wars Day. And we're fucking Star Wars today. I don't know. Are, can we have sex with Star Wars? I think we have something we could do, right? You can have sex with anything if you if you believe. <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that rule 35 of the internet? Like rule 34 is there's porn of everything, but rule 35 is you can have sex with anything? Yeah, it's... it's I assume that with the amount of stars in the galaxy and all of the quadrants, I assume they would have to be consensual, though, which I feel good. I feel good about that. Consensual sex always is the way to go. Um, But uh, anyways, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Dude Thoughts podcast. You got Carmen and Gabe, and we have a dear friend today. Our friend Connor is joining us to help rumble some Star Wars action uh, all around the galaxy. Connor, let's go ahead and start with you. Introduce yourself and hey, dude, what's up? Hey, dude, what's up? Um, yeah, no, I'm excited to talk Star Wars and put a bunch of these characters against each other because there's some interesting mashups, I assume. I hope so. <laughs> <clears throat> um, and also for my boy Rex, because Rex is going to definitely make it far, hopefully, <laughs> unless he goes up against like Anakin in the first round, then he's fucked. Then we're all, we're all screwed. <laughs> Maybe. We don't know. Um, anything wild happened to you this week, Connor? Uh, not really. I, I, you know, I shoot video for a living, and I was on set a lot, um, which was a lot of fun. I can't really talk about what I was shooting because it's for stuff that's not out yet. But, um, you know, exhausting, but tons of fun. And, you know, it's only going to continue as the summer comes up. We have, like, a ton of plans for some really cool stuff. So you I'm really keep excited. your secrets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, so without breaking any confidentiality agreement, how cool is Vin Diesel on set in person? <laughs> uh, he's short and <laughs> not as bald as you think. <laughs> I'm at, now I'm imagining like the Vin Diesel equivalent of Brian Urlacher growing hair. Oh my God. The hair lacquer billboards. Jesus. <laughs> They're the worst. The, the, my favorite one though is, is welcome to O'Hare. It, it's low. It's a low hanging fruit, but it was. It's just good. I, <laughs> I you know, I kind of res- went for it. Yeah, I respect that pun. Yeah, right. <laughs> Gabe and I are definitely big fans of of any kind of puns, and being as it's O'Hare Airport, and uh, man, they could have man O'Hare Airport. Man, they really yeah. got to jump on these. Um, real quick, Connor. Speaking of the Bears, give me your ten to twenty second, uh, r- like quick reaction of the draft. It wrapped up today. Uh, we're still gonna suck. There's no, <laughs> there, there's no, there's no hope. The the bears like, um, until my, my feeling has always been that like the bears play like bears football, like in air quotes here. And they need to just stop doing that and play just good football, whatever that yeah. is. Like <laughs> who cares about bears football? It's, it's not worked for us since 1985. And that's all anybody talks about. It's like the Cubs of 1920 or 1918. And, it's it's just the same thing. We're just gonna suck. But there's hope because apparently, um, oh damn, it, uh, Aaron Rodgers isn't gonna return to the Packers. Like there's a feud. Yeah, I've been reading a little bit about that. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. But yeah, yeah. the Packers uh, just so, are just doing everything they can to disrespect Aaron Rodgers, a now two-time MVP Super Bowl winner. So they don't deserve him anymore. No, they don't. And uh, Chicago wouldn't welcome him either just because there's been so much hate for so long. So he's he's either going to go somewhere or he's going to retire. And in my opinion, 
you should just retire at this point. Like, come on, man, you're you're pretty old. Yeah, just just go host Jeopardy. <laughs> just pack out. Yeah. I don't know. I think he's got another probably minimum yeah. two really good years. One great year, two good years, and maybe two. Uh, if he has a good enough team, he can manage uh, a playoff run kind of well, years he, left. Literally, but. He just won MVP. He was MVP last year. So he's, yeah, he's doing okay. He's got I mean, I'm not, three more I'm years not saying he can't, I'm not saying he can't. I'm just saying like, if I was Why him, I'd you? just be like, <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Like just retire at this point. Really like, go you've, out you've been with the Packers for so long. Just get out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Who wants to live in Wisconsin and, their whole life? Oh, fair. fair. Vomit. Um, anyways, oh, Gabe, hey dude, what's up, buddy? That's much. So on Star Wars Day, I get my my last shot, my Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer no Pfeiffin. So nice. doing that on nice. Star Wars Day. Um let's see. That's about it. Nothing else really interesting happening. Just laying on the floor, as I do now. In the dark. <laughs> In the dark. I have a blanket on too. The reason I asked if you could hear me nice. is because I'm laying on my back. And I angled the microphone down. So I'm just staring at the ceiling, <laughs> thinking about Star nice. Wars. How Good luck doing that for an hour. <laughs> oh, What'd I you say? Lay on How my very back. millennial of you. <laughs> <laughs> Eating avocado toast. Yeah, right. Loving it. Staying woke. So, complaining about the housing market. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have been doing, I've been complaining about the housing market literally all day today. <laughs> yeah, it's hard, man. It's hard out there right now. Yeah. Yeah. So... If anyone has listened to the last like two or three podcasts, I don't remember which one that I had mentioned this on, but at at my new job that will remain unnamed, um, I ran into uh, my one of my long lost estranged cousins on my mom's side oh, of yeah, the family. Oh yeah, update. Yeah, so I have an update on that. Uh, I I was I wasn't going to say anything. So if you haven't listened, this is your first time listening. So my my cousin is an electrician who apparently was working on the building that I work at. And I recognized him instantaneously. He asked if the bathroom that we had inside of our our building, which isn't open to the public yet, was operational. And I said, yes, it's fully operational in my Emperor Palpatine voice. And I, <laughs> and, uh, I, I didn't do that, but I recognized him right away. And when the next day came around, I had told my wife, I told Gabe, I was like, man, I'm not, I, sh- I feel like I should just say nothing. He didn't recognize me clearly, or he's doing the same thing I'm doing. So I wasn't going to say anything. And then we randomly, he was on a ladder in my manager office. And uh, I go, you know, we know each other, right? And he's like, I haven't really had a chance to see your face. And I go, I'm your cousin, Carmen. He stops what he's doing, looks directly at me and goes, what the hell? No fucking shit. I hate Carmen? that guy. <laughs> <laughs> My dad was killed by a Carmen. Um, and she was so. Very anyways, strong. yes. <laughs> um, so, anyways, that's the update. I, I said hello. We've, you know, I wouldn't say we've made any peace, but it really wasn't ever him that I had the beef with. It was the rest of the the family on my mom's side. He just, my cousins were all collateral damage, you know, but. Anyways, I was the high. I took the high road. I said, "Hey, I know you." He swore a lot, and then you know we didn't we didn't talk really much after that. He left. You took the high ground. Yes. And speaking there of the Obi-Wan high ground, of you. yes. Uh, Obi. <laughs> uh, Gabe, tell everyone what happens at the seven minute and fifty six second mark of the Dude Thoughts podcast. 
everybody stops what they're doing, even if they're driving, and leaves a review and subscribes to the Do Thoughts Pod. They also like us on Instagram at Do Thoughts Pod and Jim Leader Gabe and Carmen.Gabriel.Official. And then they like every photo. They go back five years and like every photo for the last five years. And then they can continue driving or pooping or however you're listening to this podcast. Yes. Also, Connor, do you want uh, everyone to have your uh, Instagram as well to go follow you? Uh, not my Instagram because my Instagram is private. But uh, my band's Instagram, we are a pop punk cover band. So if you don't uh, immediately gag or vomit at the thought of a cover band, please go like uh, There Goes the Neighborhood on Instagram at TGTN Band. Um, we're a lot of fun, actually, but I know some people are just like not big fans. Man, that's uh, I am a you big must fan. have a lot of fans because every time I move somewhere, people say that like out loud. Every time I move somewhere, I feel like you have lots of fans. Hey, I'm really hoping that. Uh, so fun fact, anyone how you're listening, uh, the uh, there goes the neighborhood actually had uh, a different original lineup than they have uh, right now. Isn't that right, Connor? Yeah, Carmen was a part of the original lineup. We were a trio, and we practiced at Carmen's church. That was yeah. our And our first show, our first actual show, was you and me and Chris, who was on bass, but now he's on guitar, who's still in the band, um, through, like, four different lineups at this point, four or five. And um, uh, we played a open mic night at a bar in Lyle, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and... It was Mullins in Lyle. And dude, they Mullins. don't even, that bar doesn't even exist anymore. No shit. Really? Yeah. Yeah. The church next door bought it because they wanted to make a parking lot, but they never did anything with it. So it's just <laughs> still standing there. Oh my God. Also, I'm on the Dude Thoughts podcast or Dude Thoughts pod Instagram right now. And I'm not going to like every photo for the last five years, but I did just like every single photo of 2021. So there you go. Perfect. Thank you. It's called multitasking. I'm pooping at the same time. Um, (laughs) And just be on the lookout, everyone, for uh, a special guest appearance of uh, Carmen.Gabriel.Official with the uh, uh, There Goes the Neighborhood Band. They are actually super dope. I've had a chance to see them uh, quite a few times. Um, They really make me wet with salvation throwback. Um, Anyways, so we're talking Star Wars. And what, what I did is I, I posted a Facebook status and I got the first uh, 16 uh, comments of Star Wars characters, people's star- favorite Star Wars characters. I put them in a random generator and we're going to have these bitches fucking fight it out. That's what's going to happen, everyone. If you've never heard of Rumble before, definitely go back and listen to them because we have quite a few at this point. Um, so I feel like before we get into this, guys, let's let's talk ground rules. So... Um, Connor, what, what would you say would be at least one of the criteria for, for this, um, for this, uh, this rumble battle? We usually try to pick three, three criteria. So one criteria is, um, so I, I, I have two. One is Disney canon because we need to be honest about like Luke, especially like his power level in legends versus Disney canon is so vastly different. That's fair. we need to be we need to be honest about that. And the other thing is height of power. So like if you choose like Anakin, um, at the height of Anakin Skywalker's power before he became Vader, because Vader isn't just Anakin in the suit. Vader is Anakin like halfway through Revenge of the Sith. 
So like at that point we could talk about Vader, but like Anakin is like uh, just like just before Utapau, you know, that Anakin height of his power, that would be Anakin. And so I think that's, that's fair. fair for like every character is like at the, at their height is what we're talking about or height as far as we know it within the canon, because like you can assume about Yoda at 300 years old being like some giant, like master of, of the force, but like, we don't know, you know? Yeah, that's fair. And th- I think as we get into each character, once we do establish a rule, like for instance, like uh, I have, I, I won't spoil it, but there'll be a couple of characters that we'll need to lay some ground rules on it before we do it. And then we'll need to be consistent throughout the physical rest of the show. Um, so, yeah, I like those. Uh, Gabe, what inputs do you have? Um, yeah. So peak of their powers is uh, is the the standout. And then we usually do a, a three. That way there's a clear battleground because sometimes these are silly. <laughs> sometimes we do a Disney one. And so usually what has to happen is we have to have a three type, the best two out of three type of system. And so obviously one is always fight. So if Yoda is fighting Boba Fett, we talk about who'd win a fight. Second, I think should be maybe their just maybe just who we like better as a character. <laughs> like who's a better character throughout the films, maybe. Um, yeah, let's... And- Okay, go ahead, go ahead. And then third, we could do... I don't know. I can't think of a third one for this one. Usually I'm good at this. Well, let's do this. Let's go ahead and say, to Connor's point, assume everything on this list right now is Disney canon. Okay? Right. Does that sound fair for everyone? Yes. Yep. Okay. So, no legends. If that is making you want to turn off this podcast, that's fine. We didn't make the rules in i mean i guess we did just make the fucking rules just now but we didn't make the rules of disney owning star wars so cut us a break george lucas made those rules blame blame george lucas just like everybody did for episode one (laughs) (laughs) exactly um okay so i like i like discussing the height of their power so i like that um i like who we who we like better and then maybe we could do uh it's like a third tiebreaker one why don't we do like uh who who's the I mean we can go off looks like who's cooler looking I guess because there's a lot of cool looking characters in here um well, there's a, a couple of characters that's gonna be in unfair here gonna because you only like cool looking characters um that's different if for some reason uh Princess Leia went against Boba Fett I would have to go with who's hotter and it's definitely Princess Leia mm, excuse fair. me that helmet though yeah <laughs> we could, yeah the that's third a, one okay, okay. on during sex. <laughs> Uh, the third one could be like we did with Disney and it could be like what, like whose movie slash TV show is better as a tiebreaker. That's pretty much what the third one is. I think that's a good tiebreaker. Okay, let's do that then. So in each one, as we establish the ground rules of each one, we'll need to make sure that that's um, included. So like what movie of that were, theirs we're talking about for that exact example. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, to be clear, I have all the rules written down here. I was taking notes. We set a time frame for this. This is not going to be that, Carmen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 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 So, uh, thing number one. Everything here is Disney canon. 
So anything from this, we need to look at the power of these characters within Disney canon. Uh, and to be clear, that includes movies, um, physical movies, and uh, any any TV show that was written, produced, and uh, put out uh, in circulation by Disney, the Disney company. Because if we were looking at the Samurai Jack-style uh, Clone Wars old uh, TV show, um, we would be looking at a couple different character strengths here. The yeah. three criteria, movie slash show popularity, looking at the height of their power in a physical fight one-on-one, and who we like better. Okay? Dope. All right. Round one. Darth Vader getting the call up very early on. All right. He's a... He's the one seed. Got it. That makes sense. <laughs> well, no, this was all random. This was all random. Um, yeah. So Darth Vader versus Salacious Crumb. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. He he might creep <laughs> Vader out <laughs> enough that he doesn't even want to fight. <laughs> every once laugh. in a while, every once in a while we get we get just some really throwaway ones. And this is just, I, I, this is all random. Everything here, I swear to you, it's always random. You know what the most uh, concerning I died part about laughing. this is? What? You posted asking for people's favorite Star Wars characters. Right? <laughs> and, and someone gave Salacious Crumb. <laughs> that's, what, that's what's concerning about this. In a vast world of endless possibilities, you selected Salacious Crumb. So who wins in a fight? <laughs> I, is, this a, is, this, is this even a conversation? Is like, uh, like, so, Salacious Crumb, like, he he's literally in one movie. He probably has like fifteen seconds of screen time, and like, I can hear that laugh in my head, like the one he does before the transition to the barge. Yeah, yeah, can, or not the barge. Um, the transition to Han getting thrown into the uh, prison cell with Chewie. Um, it's like they get caught and then he laughs and I can hear that laugh in my head. I can never do it justice as an imitation, but my God, it just left an impression. Yeah. If you asked 100 Star Wars fans who Salacious Crumb is, I venture to say (laughs) (laughs) 10% would know who he is. (laughs) But everyone Uh, would know him visually. Like all of them. Yeah, of course. He's got a name. (laughs) He's got a snap face. it's like it, um, it really depends. Um, um, that guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because if you ask a hundred true Star Wars fans, you're probably gonna get ninety. Uh, I would say eighty percent or higher of them are gonna know the answer. I disagree. And the other twenty percent, you think it would be lower? Yes. Okay. Well, either way, I think it's safe to assume that Darth Vader kills Salacious Crumb and everything. But we need to establish some ground rules for Vader. Okay. Which version of Vader are we talking for I the rest Empire. of this novel? Oh, no, Rogue One. Rogue One Vader Rogue is definitely one. Vader. Oh, fuck. Well, Rogue One Vader is just technically a New Hope Vader because Rogue One takes place minutes before the beginning of A New Hope. Yeah, but we got better technology, so he was able to do a lot more stuff than just kind of judo chop <laughs> yeah. at Obi-Wan they just for a while. They gave him some fucking teeth in that movie. Yeah, yeah they... They made him hold a guy in the air so that he can take everyone else's guns and then cut that guy in half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's okay. good. Okay, he might be hard to beat. 
Rogue One Vader. Rogue, <laughs> Rogue One movie is also really cool. cool. Yeah, the Rogue One movie is also really good, and I think we all like Vader pretty a pretty good amount. So this is our this might be the Mewtwo. Yeah, oh, this no. this is gonna be this is gonna be a tough a tough one to beat. But okay, so establishing Rogue One as the Vader, even though weirdly he lost a ton of power in between the yeah. launching of the Tantive Four to uh, getting caught by the by Darth Vader and and uh, uh, a New Hope. He's like an um, underperforming okay. basketball team. They, he played at the level of his competition. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Not like the Suns, though. Clinch no, the playoffs. No, seed. Shout out. Um, that was for you, Gabe. So, okay, it. next one. We have uh, specifically Revenge of the Sith Anakin. Okay, so this is everything up to, I would say... And maybe you guys give some opinions on this. I'm thinking up to the point where he betrays Mace Windu. Everything before that is Revenge of the Sith Anakin. Yes. Sounds good to me. Gabe, do you... Okay, okay. Just want to make sure. Versus our dear friend Nathan's favorite character, Shock T. Uh, Shock T is pretty good. Yeah. She's a Jedi Master. Yeah. And as we know, Anakin was never given the rank of master. So, yeah, well, that's some political bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think you could really get him with that. Like that could throw him off balance. Like Shock T, all she's got to do is be like, be like, I'm sorry, Jedi Knight said what? Not master <laughs> said what? <laughs> Bitch boy says what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna I want to look this up right now. So Shakti, uh, her powers. I want to look this up. So she was considered a healer for anyone who doesn't know. Yeah. Um, so she was able to keep herself alive and still be able to fight after being shot in the stomach at one point. So, and I don't know if that particular thing ever was canon, but I think that it is canon that she is a healer. Correct me oh. if I'm wrong on this, Connor. So. I believe you're correct, but something I actually just forgot about and then remembered as I read the sentence, she was training clone troopers on Kamino for a long time during the Clone Wars. So I think she would actually lose to Anakin. And the reason is because I think Anakin is so much more battle hardened. He's out there. He's on the front lines. He's constantly fighting in a direct fight. I think she would lose. Because I think Anakin just has that, like, warrior brutality that she wouldn't have. So if they had to go head-to-head and they had to go all out, I think he would would win. And I think that's really the catalyst for that. Yeah, I would agree with that. You can't teach experience, especially, like, life and death, fighting, training experience. So I would give the fight to Anakin. It's not to say, too, that she didn't have that experience previously. I mean, she is training clones, but, like, when you're out of battle for so long, like, what was the Clone Wars? Clone Wars is, like, what, three years or something? Three or four years? When yeah. You're out of, when you're out of battle for so long, it's like, you know, yeah, you have that expertise in your head, but can you still do that? Possibly not. Yeah, and she's no Jordan where she can come out of retirement after, you know, a couple years of playing baseball and come back and just take the Bulls to the championship. She's no she's no Jordan. <laughs> it's also more than likely Michael Jordan still shot some hoops in his backyard from time to time during his <laughs> infamous White Sox career. 
Yeah, Shakti isn't just in her backyard fighting Anakin-level <laughs> opponents. Oh, Chopping porgs in half. They, they, <laughs> so this was in that 2003, you know, Jenny Taratovsky, Star Wars, Clone Wars, um, but it is canon, too, just not technically that version of it. Shakti was the one who was protecting Chancellor Palpatine um, before he got kidnapped by... Um, kidnapped captured is probably better word captured by the cis um for the beginning of revenge of the sith she got knocked out she was literally like knocked like knocked out and then palpatine um was captured by grievous like like dude you were knocked out jedi master anakin wins like just on that anakin wins yeah knock out bullshit is that (laughs) <laughs> I've never seen this scene. I, I don't know exactly what it is that would have happened, but I think that it's safe to assume that General Grievous wasn't in that room where it happened because he would have he would have killed her. He would have left her dead yeah. right there. Um, um, and I think there actually is a, a, a deleted scene where he kills her in front of Anakin and Obi-Wan. Ooh. I want, I want to see that. <laughs> yeah, definitely put that on your list. I'm like 99% sure that that's something that I've seen. But Type into YouTube. Show me alien death. Okay. <laughs> You're going to get a lot of stuff. Um, okay, so who do we like? I mean, is, is it safe to assume at this point height of power, movie popularity? They would have been in the same movies. So who do we like better? I mean, you don't really get to see Shakti as a character except for in that uh, Legends Clone Wars series. So... Definitely Anakin, I guess, even though he's a little baby about sand. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so coarse. Yeah, Anakin. <laughs> All right. Anakin from Return, uh, Revenge of the Sith, Return of the Sith, um, I almost said, uh, gets on to the next round. All right. So this is a fun one. Uh, your boy Captain Rex makes his first appearance here, Connor. Yeah. And this is a character that I added, so... Hopefully he can he can you know stave this one off. Um, pod racing Anakin from Episode One. <laughs> I mean, just uh, shoot the engine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he gets a physical pod racer. <laughs> Does he not? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, do we want to give Anakin a pod racer in this one? I that think, seems unfair. I think that's fine. That's his weapon <laughs> <laughs> choice. I think he can have one. Look, either Anakin gets a pod racer or Rex kills an innocent slave boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because this kid isn't freed at this point in the movie. He has no, to win the pod race. Kill someone's property. Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. <laughs> Rex the slave killer. Um, okay. Okay. So let's. <laughs> okay. Height of power. Um, Connor, take this one away. Set up. (laughs) All right, here here it is. Wait, is 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 Anakin pod racing Anakin our smart guy of this episode? Is he going to go all the way? (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) Feels unlikely. Oh oh my gosh. Okay, Uh, Connor, walk us through Captain Rex's height of power. What that looks like. Uh, Captain Rex can do a front flip. So, uh, winner. In, in that is case. impressive. Okay, tell us tell <laughs> no, us he, some more. <laughs> so so Rex has dueling pistols. He's a master tactician. A lot of the um, battle tactics and strategies that the clones used that then transferred over to the Empire 
were coined by Rex and Commander Cody. So he is really good at what he does. And then he also survived not only throughout the Clone Wars, he survives through Return of the Jedi, and it hasn't been confirmed yet, but let's assume he survives, um, you know, to the point where he's in the Ahsoka series. So, like, he's a clone. Clones have, like, a half-life, basically, because they're supposed to grow at twice the rate of a normal person. And that guy is still out kicking ass by Return of the Jedi when Luke is, like, 21 years old. So, like, Rex just wins. (laughs) So, well, let's talk about this. So, what version of Rex, if he beats out pod racing Anakin in this one, which it's still up for debate, um, what what TV show or movie, because he only appeared in the TV shows, correct? Uh, Yeah, only TV. Oh, then technically they retconned him into Return of the Jedi as, like, a character that people saw and wanted to be Rex. But, yeah, Clone Wars. Clone Wars and Rebels. So, okay. um, Clone Wars or Rebels? Let's go ahead and pick one of those two for his height of power. Clone Wars height of power, 100%. Because he's, he's like, much younger and can actually do, like, all of his... More flips. Yeah, more flips. Um, But, like, at, at that point, like, at the end of the war, he was, like, the Captain Rex that everyone knew he was the guy um by the time of rebels like when you see him in rebels too he's like he's like chunkier like he's like he's like gained weight he's much older he's like still good but like i think in that one of those episodes too he's even like they're like i'm trying to aim but my aim's not so good anymore like because he's old um so i would say definitely like very end of the clone wars rex is like the height rex dig it Okay, Gabe, where's your head at on this? Because this this is a, a, an interesting uh, rumble fight here. Um, I just think that <laughs> the fight's pretty easy. The which character I like more is pretty easy, and which film or and or show I like more is also very easy. So young Anakin, I think, moves on to the next round. <laughs> 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 I mean, height of his power, Anakin is he just won the race, right? He's feeling great. We he never just won see the race. we never see young Anakin do a backflip, though. That's no. true. Or shoot he, dueling pistols. He does lay some pretty sick uh, game onto Miss Padme. <laughs> That's true. We've he never seen Captain Rex. Rex. Or Captain Rex. Maybe. We've never seen Captain Rex seduce Natalie Portman. Carmen, you want to declare the winner? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Captain Rex from Clone Wars goes on to the next round. Yay. Sorry, pod racing Anakin. You're fucking toast. <laughs> Just All like Sebulba. Right. Yes. All right, this will be another tough one. I genuinely, there's, man, Star Wars characters, there's such a discrepancy in the power of some of these characters. It's it's actually very uh, comical because we're going to, the second round is going to be a really tough one. This first round is actually not too hard. Um, Jar Jar Binks, shout out to our dear friend, Emma, favorite character, versus my German shepherd, General Grievous. Okay, well, 
Jar Jar Binks is a Sith Lord, so <laughs> you <laughs> shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so uh obviously. <laughs> but wait, all right, so a, a real thing though is that it, it's kind of like Han Solo. Like Han Solo has this like he has actual skills, okay? Follow me here because I, I can already feel that your face just contorted. Like, why are you comparing Jar Jar to Han Solo? How fucking dare you? But Han Solo has this like this like luck that he always has. Like he's skilled, but he has a lot of like just straight up raw luck. And I in watching like the Clone Wars show, Jar Jar has a lot of that same just raw luck. And I can't say he would kill his opponent, but I can say that he would get away. Like, I feel like he would just like run away and get to safety. I think this is going to come down to which Jar Jar are we using? Are we using Clone Wars Jar Jar? Any Jar Jar we use is going to die to General Grievous. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not saying he wins the fight. But his movie sucks. <laughs> okay, 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 that's fair. So, okay, let's... Okay, good point, Gabe. So let's say uh, Height of Power, Jar Jar Binks, is when he is a replacement senator in uh, Revenge of the Sith. Or do we want to use Jar Jar out on the Gungan battlefield, accidentally kicking a droid... And then it accidentally shoots a droidica, and then he he lives. What like what what version are we using of this Jar Jar? I think Is that Jar Jar in any of the TV stuff. Oh, I think like Phantom Menace Jar Jar is exactly the same as the Clone Wars TV show Jar Jar, and okay. the only different Jar Jar is when he's a representative uh, in the Senate. So then I think I think we have to use episode one Jar Jar. Yeah, I think so. Just because yeah, of the it's the luck factor. I mean, he's gonna die either way, but let's try to give him like a buff here. Okay. Um, and then I guess because I feel I feel like General Grievous will probably move on to the next round. Um, which version of Grievous are we gonna use? Because we can't use the Samurai Jack version of Grievous. Uh pre- uh, pre-armor Grievous before Dooku throws him throws him at a moon or whatever the fuck happened. I can't even remember. He, but before he was put into the armor, <laughs> he was like a lizard no. person. <laughs> no, he's better with the armor. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's only yeah. I mean, in Clone Wars, they definitely like in the show. I feel like he's definitely more deadly than he is in Revenge of the Sith. Like the like the Clone Wars disney canon series not the well he's i mean he's more deadly in the samurai jack one too but in the clone wars disney series he's definitely more deadly and more of a threat um i think he kills a few jedi on screen in that one so so i would probably want to go that one moving forward but either one can kill jar jar yeah so i agree with that he uh that's the peak of his power so he'll be that going forward All right. Well, then General Grievous wins against Jar Jar. I'll let my dog know. Um, He'll be thrilled. Next round, we're into the other... What'd you say? I said he'll be thrilled. He will be. He will be. Give him a Um, treat. 
All right, I, I will give him a treat. Next round, we have the unsung hero of the entire franchise, R2-D2, versus Fennec Shand. Fennec Shand. I can't even place that one. Shit. Fennec is the sniper that Boba Fett rescued and healed oh, in the Mandalorian right. TV show. Oh, right. I always forgot her name for some reason because I always just see her as Ming-Na Wen. Like, I just like her as an actress, so yeah. I always, like, forget. Yeah. Right, right. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to go with Fennec. Yeah, I, I mean, she's it's... she's an assassin and a mercenary, and I think, I think R2 is also one of those characters that falls into the luck category. Like, he has, like, you know, he can shock people, and he's got, like, rocket boosters, but, like, they're real, real slow. Um, yeah, she could snap so, him out of the air pretty fast. So she wins the fight. Who do we like more? I mean, R2. So it's a yeah, tie. I think R2, well, well, but then we have to go to movie like, popularity. Well, it's or, not fair because yeah, R2's in every movie. Well, well we right. Pick, we just got to pick which one movie is his peak. So what movie does he do the most in? I uh, think... It, it it would be tough, and, and, you know, obviously you guys chime in here on this, but I think the height of his power would have to be episode two because that's the first time you're like, wait, R2-D2 has rocket boosters and he's flying in the middle of this Geonosian droid factory? Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I could definitely go with episode two. My other if he thought episode was like two, he does... then Fennec probably moves on. Based on the criteria we've set. In three, though, I mean, it's not going to matter. Fennec, I think, is just going to win. But, like, in episode three, R2 literally sets a droid on fire by using its rocket boosters to light up, like, gasoline, which is... That's true. Super raw. Mm. But I think episode... No, you know what? I think think you're right, Carmen. I think you got to go with episode two because... Like, not only did he do that across, like, that, like, factory, but, like, when they're in the Geonosian arena, he is literally putting C-3PO back together in the middle of a giant battle. Like, yeah. no one's got balls like R2-D2. All right. So, I think it's safe to say that in a fight, head-on, obviously Fennec is going to kick the shit out of R2-D2. Right. Yeah. She wins now, that round. R2 wins the yes. favorite character round. And since we're using episode two... I think the Mandalorian is probably a better product than episode two of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I think the Mandalorian is better. Um, and it's Absolutely. it's what I think if R2 would have got anything but a prequel, maybe he would have moved on. But I think we have to say goodbye to our good old friend R2. Yeah, and it's tough because <laughs> I think to Connor's point, like if if you don't have like if in, in return of the jedi if r2d2 lights a droid on fire <laughs> i think that carries him at least through to the final round maybe yeah but All sadly right. he did not he underperformed hey he launched one. a lightsaber out of his head that's pretty badass that's true i can't do oh, that oh yeah yeah i can't do that i can't launch a lightsaber out of my head I mean, I, I can launch it out of my butt, but I got kicked out of the party for that. <laughs> Again. Um, <laughs> this one's going to break some hearts, guys. I feel bad about this one. Chewbacca versus 
Revenge of the Sith, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Why you got to do Chewie like that? It's not my do, fault. I don't make do the like rules. That. It's it's the Star Wars gods have placed this this at my feet. Uh, I mean, it's going to be Obi-Wan. Um, all he's got to do is get up he on a tree branch and uh, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, do both I mean, of you like Obi-Wan better than Chewbacca as a character? Yes. Yes. A thousand percent. Okay. Okay. I mean, I love Chewbacca, but, um, and he, he is good with the, uh, oh damn it. What's it called? It's not, it's not called a crossbow. The bow it's blaster. called a something. Bow blaster. Bow, yeah. Yeah. Um, he's good with the he, bow. Um, yeah. and Wookiees are notoriously hard to fight, but at the same time, like it's a Jedi and it's Obi-Wan of all of them. Like, yeah. Yeah, if it was if it was uh, a New Hope Obi Wan, I would say maybe Chewbacca. <laughs> Joey can... tears apart that old man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking kills old ass Ben. Just rips his arms off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Alex Guinness, Alec Guinness lost his arms to a, a dog Chew- Chewbacca mix. Um, <laughs> but I think it, because it's Revenge of the Sith Obi Wan, which is like everyone's favorite version of Obi Wan, that's tough to beat. Yeah. That, that's height of his power for sure. Yeah. One million percent. All right. Obi-Wan. Going on to the next round. Um, Gabe, this was your selection. Dear Princess Leia, and I'm using uh, a new hope, Leia, because that's the gift that you posted. If you have a different version, speak now or forever hold your peace. I've got one. No, we can figure Okay, We can figure out a peak, well, Leia. I- yeah, Peak Leia is uh, in the flashback during uh, the Rise of Skywalker, where she has uh, <laughs> yeah. defeated Luke in her training, and she is like a full fledged Jedi. That's Peak Leia. That is Peak Leia. That is hard to argue with. All right, so we're gonna take Princess Leia of the uh, Rise of Skywalker. You yes you yeah yep. Now. This is a tough one, and I'm glad we have this one. Versus Kylo Ren. This is going to take a lot of analytical skills here, boys. So, could Kylo... Damn it. Like, I'm I'm trying to do this in, like, a way of objectivity of, like, let's assume that these characters have to fight each other there's no personal connection. It's just like, yeah, Yo, they, we're going to fight. They both know okay. what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you put subjectivity into it, you're going to have like, like Kylo as a character literally couldn't kill his mother in, um, in the last Jedi. So like, I don't feel like he could even do it as a character. I feel like Leia could do it. As a character, because uh, she's a hardened badass and will do what needs to be done to save the galaxy. But I feel like Kylo couldn't do the same. Yeah. And also for for the purpose of this fight, um, my personal opinion on the height of Kylo's power is episode seven, where he's just holding a light, a a, a blaster beam in in midair while he's torturing the town and punching Poe Dameron. Hmm. That's my version of his height of power, but the Rise of Skywalker uh, lightsaber scene in the middle of Snoke's chamber is pretty darn cool, too. 
Wait, you mean the Last Jedi scene? Yeah, Last Jedi. I apologize. Thank you. Yeah, I don't think his yeah, you, power is too better. different from from either one. Yeah, I mean, so I, think I don't feel like he okay ever grew in power throughout the whole series. Yeah, I would agree. I, so, I think, which sorry, which ahead. one are we taking then? Just just for arguments purposes, just so that we have a, an exact one that we're talking about, and for the movie purposes too. Right. Um. He does more stuff, more fights, and I don't know, actually I don't know. Ugh, I'm okay with using the Force Awakens. I think that's fine. That's that's what I think. I mean, the only thing that you get that's different is you see his fighter pilot skills in the next two. Um, he also fights Luke, you know, be- and a few like the the armored guard. So he does have a few more fights, maybe instead of fighting Ray, yeah. who just picked up a lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. I think I I almost think Leia would win because I think Kylo proves himself to be just like too unhinged. Like he just like goes on the attack, but doesn't really think about what he's doing. A lot of the time he's just attacking. Like he's just like animalistic. And I feel like Leia would be a lot more measured and a lot more um, focused than he would be. Yeah. I think Leia is more of a strategist and could be considering how we, the Leia we are using was it's, it's it's strong enough to beat Luke in a fight. Then I think she she'd be able to win the fight based on that evidence we've seen. Granted, we never get to see the context of the fight, right? I mean, not that we obviously, you know, it doesn't change things much, but I think going and saying that Leia is stronger than Luke Skywalker is maybe a bit of a stretch, but I think that in that moment, it's an interesting thought to, uh, to have of she was able to disarm her, her brother slash Jedi master, Luke Skywalker. Well, yeah, there is a theory stronger, too. just that, that she was able competent enough to at least not embarrass herself with Luke, you know? Right. <laughs> and, and to your point, Carmen, um, there is a theory that I know we're not doing a lot of this based on theories, but there is a theory that the reason Luke was able to be disarmed and the reason they had that like look on their faces was because that is when Grogu was contacting him during that episode of the Mandalorian and it threw him off guard and he stumbled and wasn't able to like keep up his guard against Leia. So there's a theory that that wasn't really his fault or Leia's, you know, skill. It was just interference from baby. Yo, if that, I've never seen that theory, but that's cool. Yeah. I think it brings, I I hated rise of Skywalker. I have so many complaints about that movie, but that (laughs) was a very cool connection where I went, okay, you got you get one redemption point for that. You still need like a thousand more to <laughs> to save this movie, but you get one. <laughs> yeah, like, Gabe, you're not a big true. fan of Rise of Skywalker as well, right? No, it's bottom bottom three movies of Star Wars that, that has ever produced for me. It's below Phantom Menace for me. Wow, yeah. that's a hot ass take. It's because I'd it's because rather... look, it, it, it's a sim- it's one simple reason. It, and it, I'm not going to get into like all the other things. It's one thing. Phantom Menace feels like a Star Wars movie. Rise of Skywalker, yep. the pacing, the transitions, like it does not feel like a Star Wars movie. It feels like 
a rushed project, and that's it. It feels like a and checklist. Yes, it felt like stuff a they had to do. It felt like a retcon of the uh, movie before it, and it felt like a big load of it didn't. It didn't feel like a movie. It felt like a piece of shit. It maybe is the word I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs> um, at least Phantom Menace had a clear. It's it's a movie. Like it had a clear direction it wanted to go. Granted, it was boring, <laughs> not enjoyable, but at least it had a creative vision. This was just to be a, a big wink and a look at the audience the whole time. There is certainly something to say too about like what a Star Wars movie feels like in an edit, right? Like when it's edited, how how is the pacing? How is the music? How long are we holding on these things? Right, like. Phantom Menace at least held to those principles. And I would say Force Awakens and even The Last Jedi did a pretty good job holding to those things within like the edit, within the post-production of the movie. But Rise of Skywalker, I was literally sitting there like, what in the fuck is happening? What is happening? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's this is the conversation that needs an entire podcast, which we don't have the time for. (laughs) Yes, Um, we we should definitely move on. Uh, So should we should we say leia then or are we gonna go with kylo okay let's go one at a time so popularity if we're using the rise of skywalker princess leia and the force awakens kylo kylo gets point number one is that safe to assume between the three of us for the movie yes yes height of power hear my thoughts even though we don't know the context of Leia disarming Luke, Kylo Ren never beat Luke one-on-one. I think that yes. point has to go to Leia. I don't know. I disagree. I think the reason Luke did what he did is because he knew he couldn't beat Kylo in a fight because he's an old man. <laughs> and so he did what he did and sacrificed himself to just stall because that was, his la- that was the last thing he could do. I don't think he could have taken Kylo in a fight. Let me let me actually backtrack here because I, I I do agree with you, Gabe. I don't think that Kylo I don't think that Kylo Ren loses in a fight one on one to Luke at that point. Maybe, but I mean I don't know. We don't see it happen for real. If the version of Leia that we're using technically oh, takes place true. somewhere around Return of the Jedi, do that we use Return things, of the yeah. Jedi as that movie? Does that cha- that changes things? Connor, what do you think? You're you're being awfully quiet over there. It's a really tough one. Like this is tough. This is this so is hard. A really tough one. I, I can't. And it only gets harder from here, guys. <laughs> there, there's been like the last ones. I I was like so confident in all of my conclusions, and in this one, I'm just like, oh shit. I I was confident, but now I'm not confident, and then ah, it's it just keeps going back and forth. Well, let, let's let's backtrack then. All right. So, well, do also, we so Ray, do we? Do we think Ray could have beat Luke? Or Leia in a fight. No. In episode seven. No. No. Yeah. Okay. I think Leia wins in a fight then. Because Ray just picked up a lightsaber and went pretty toe to toe with episode seven Kylo. She didn't win, but she held her own enough. And if. Granted, you got to take into consideration this dude just got shot in the fucking hip by Chewbacca. I just feel like if. 
Obi-Wan was shot in the hip, he'd still be able to force choke the shit out of Rey if he wanted to. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay. I'm going to give my vote like this for the three the three criteria. Who do I like better? Leia. Who yep. wins the height of power? Kylo. Who has the movie popularity? I, for the record, liked Rise of Skywalker better than The Force Awakens. So if it's my opinion, Leia wins two to two to one against Kylo. Now I need you guys to give your input because I can this is where we're gonna have to go two of three to the next level. So Connor, give me one at a time. Who you like better, height of power, movie popularity. Leia I like better. I think Kylo still r- wins the height of power. I mean, I hate Rise of Skywalker, but like I love that version of Leia, even like the thirty seconds of it we get. So I think she wins that. Okay. Like that was like the best part of the movie for me. All right, Gabe. Yeah. Down to you, buddy. Mm, yeah. Leia wins favorite character. Kylo wins title power. And episode seven wins because I just like nothing about the the Rise of Skywalker. So Kylo moves on. All right. That was the hardest one. That was oh my gosh. You know what what was the one that we had in the in the Disney uh the the TV show Disney Channel Rumble? Uh so we did Gomez it and, we were and like, Demi Lovato. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right at the phone a friend. <laughs> oh, that was hard. Um real quick throwaway one. We only had 15 characters. I I threw in a, a character at the last minute. Uh Boba Fett versus Porkins. <laughs> all right well height of power for porkins is <laughs> when, he ate, when he ate his beef jerky before going in the x-wing <laughs> what a god awful who on set thought hey let's cast this fat guy and call him porkins i'm just googling him to see his face. yeah i did too i looked at it i just wanted to see his face the 70s were so wild. They didn't care. So, they said, yeah, call a fat guy Porkins. We don't care. <laughs> so <laughs> savage. All right, so what Boba Fett are we using going forward? <laughs> I feel like we need to use the Mandalorian Boba Fett. Yeah, because he's getting destroyed every other version. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. So yeah, Unless we use... Works. But return, uh, Empire Strikes Back in that movie, that man... Name a scenario where Empire loses in the movie popularity category. I understand that. I just mean the fight. <laughs> right. Yeah, like, right. the problem is that we don't see Boba Fett actually fight except for in Mandalorian. Yeah, um, yeah. And and you can argue Boba Fett as a kid in Clone Wars, but, like, he's being helped a lot by other bounty hunters, so it's, like, not really fair to use him yeah. in that I context. I think it's pretty, it's pretty obvious, Mandalorian, without using any other no longer canon properties or comic books or anything. Mandalorian Boba Fett is the one that needs to go on from here. Unless Porkins pulls it out. um, I don't think Porkins (laughs) is going to pull out. (laughs) 
All right. So we're back to the top. Round two. We are in the Elite Eight. <laughs> Rogue <Anakin>. One. <laughs> yeah. Rogue One Darth Vader versus Revenge of the Sith Anakin. Well, one beat Obi-Wan. Also, so. <laughs> Connor, this is funny. <laughs> I got it. Gabe, I got to add you on Facebook so I can send you this stupid thing. I'll, I'll send it to him right now. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. I just sent it, Gabe. I, it's, it's Facebook message. Fucking poor kids. Okay, it. sorry. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right. So, so I'd watch that movie. Revenge of, Revenge of the Sith Anakin versus Rogue One Vader. I, I have to say Revenge of the Sith Anakin wins, and the reason is because um, Revenge of the Sith Anakin, or it's because Palpatine said that Anakin lost, like, half of his power when he uh, lost his legs and became Vader in the suit. Like, he lost so much ability that I think um, Revenge of the Sith Anakin is more powerful than Rogue One Vader. That's a hot take, but I don't think it's wrong. Yeah, is that is I that crazy disagree. to say? No, that's not crazy to say. Anakin is pretty pretty strong. It's not I don't think it's that hard of a take. It's not like you're saying Porkins beats Darth Vader. That would be a hot take. <laughs> okay. Also, real quick, sidebar. Porkins versus Salacious Crumb. Who wins in a fight? <laughs> uh, Porkins uh, eats Salacious Crumb. Crumb. No. <laughs> Porkins. <laughs> <laughs> He eats all of those crumbs. Oh, he goes, oh, man, I, I thought <laughs> these were going to be food crumbs. Now I got to eat this living being because <laughs> some podcast told me to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Rogue One as a movie versus Revenge of the Sith. For me, Revenge of the Sith wins because that's tied for my favorite movie of all time. Uh, I like Rogue One better. For Star Wars. Not of all time. For Star Wars. Yeah. I like Rogue One better than Revenge of the Sith. Same. It's not far, but it's, yeah, same. it's just better. Yeah. Okay. So that's one point then. If we're going the two, two to one rule, one point for Vader. Height of power, I think we are all in agreement. Anakin. Now. Yeah, but as I think the, I the, like Vader better. Well, that's what I was going to say. So who do we like better? I think the deal breaker, the, the tiebreaker for me goes to Darth Vader. Yeah. Um, yeah, but. I'd agree with that. Like there's the, there's that whole old adage about like the best villains are the ones who think they're doing the right thing. And that is certainly Vader. Yeah. He's just trying to be a good dad, man. Yeah, <laughs> Rule the galaxy, <laughs> father and son. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Darth Vader moves on to the final four. This one here is going to be a tough one. There's going to be a lot of personal bias in here. Captain Rex versus General Grievous. I'm going to sit this one out. <laughs> no, that's not allowed. I'll just be the tiebreaker. Well, right, <laughs> which is uh, going to be. Gre- <laughs> go Gre- ahead. Go ahead. Grievous doesn't have. Grievous doesn't have any force abilities. He's just. He's just a fucking like murderer. Like he's just a Grievous is just a serial killer in armor. That's really all it is. And uh, Rex has gone toe to toe with him in Clone Wars and survived. He hasn't killed him, but he's survived. And even Obi Wan killed him by opening up his chest plate and blasting him with a blaster. So you don't need a lightsaber to kill Grievous. So okay, okay. But it's tough though because Grievous has killed so many Jedi. Um, 
So he does have the high potential to kill Rex. Yeah, and the here's the tough part. We we are going to need Gabe in this one because movie popularity is a tie. They're both Clone Wars, right? So we use the Clone Wars version of Captain Rex. We use the Clone Wars version of General Grievous. Yeah. So in, in Clone Wars, because I have not seen every episode. Connor, I believe you've seen every episode. Multiple times. Does General Grievous do the spinny lightsaber thing that he does in Revenge of the Sith in Clone Wars? At least <laughs> once. <laughs> okay, one. okay. He so he has that ability. General Kenobi. Uh, I think so. Yeah, but uh, I think he does the spinning thing. I believe against Kit Fisto and his apprentice when they find Grievous's like, like planet and hideout. I believe he does it in like his own hallway. Like he's like walking <laughs> down the hallway with the spinning lightsabers. Actually, I have seen that. I do know what scene you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Who we like better, we're clearly split down the middle. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, height of power. This is a hard one. Gabe, you need to tag in, buddy, because Connor and I are split. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. So I have not seen a lot of Clone Wars. So unfortunately, I don't know a lot about either one of them. Um, General Grievous looks really cool. However, given what I've gathered so far on personal preference and taste of Star Wars, I feel like I lean more towards uh, Connor than I do Carmen. So I feel like I'm <laughs> I would like Rex if I watched the show, but I have not. So I think I have to go General Grievous. All right. Well, here's here's one thing I will say because the more and more I think about it. I, I want Grievous to win, and I think that this is a really hard one, and I'm okay. I, I Emotionally, I am okay if Grievous does lose. One thing that I'm thinking more and more in my head, and it goes back to what Connor was saying in the beginning of um, the, 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 the tactical mind, I believe that Captain Rex could outmaneuver General Grievous in a fight. So that, oh, man. Ten fights. <laughs> who who wins out of ten? How, who wins uh, ten out of t- uh, in in ten fights? How many does Captain Rex win? How many does Grievous win? That's that's the hard part. That's what we need to figure out because we both like the other per- the other one better. The movie is a tie. We need we need to figure out the fights part. And I think in this moment, Connor, I think you are more of the Star Wars expert on both of these characters. So I will defer to you. Whoever wins this goes on to the next round. I think I'm going to have to say that Grievous actually wins. And the reason is because Rex, even though he's like, you know, he's an expert strategist, he's got all this, all this, you know, going on in the Clone Wars. He never killed Grievous. And I know that part of that is due to like a canon sort of thing. Right. But like, he never really like beats him in that way. And Grievous is really um, brutal in the way that he fights. And I also feel like even though Rex is definitely one of the more individualistic personalities of the clones, um, like, like commander Cody, he's still very much like a hive minded clone. 
And I feel like um, Grievous takes uh, takes inspiration from a lot of other different sources in terms of his battle strategy and fighting tactics. Whereas like Rex, even <laughs> though they made a bunch of like new things that they learned from the Jedi, they like made those things like um, part of their strategy with the rest of the clone army. It's still, you know, they're still clones at the end of the day. And I think, I think uh, Grievous uh, could destroy him. Wow. All that right. is very well articulated, but I did not see that coming. Uh, <laughs> I feel like the, the scene in The Sixth Sense when you learn that Bruce Willis is, is a dead person. <laughs> All right. General Grievous moves on to the next round. Also, I, I'm very, would, would uh, Captain Rex be considered part of the Bad Batch or no? No, because the Bad Batch are... So there's a Clone Trooper, Clone Trooper 99 in the Clone Wars, and 99 was a uh, a defective clone, so he was basically like a janitor on Kamino, um, and he aged even more rapidly than like everybody else. Um, and so uh, the Bad Batch clones are defective clones um, like 99, except that their defects um, give them advantages. And I'm, I'm using def- defect because that's like the word that the uh, Kaminoans use for them. But like, really, it's just like, yo, this clone is going to have this superpower now. <laughs> and that's kind of what they are. They're like five clones with like heightened abilities. And Rex is just a standard clone that happened, uh, you know, learn differently. If, if General Grievous is going to lose to somebody, they better be a bad batch. <laughs> Is there anybody um, of the Bad Batch in this? No, right? No, no, there's not. I just wasn't sure. I didn't know if he was going to be featured in that TV show or not. He might um, get featured in the show just because um, just because of who he is. But I, I have, it's another conversation, but I have two theories about things that we're going to see in that show. And one of them I think is more plausible. And if it happens, it's going to be very uh, tragic. <laughs> Well then, we'll have to uh, we'll have to put a pin in that and save yep. save this conversation for when they premiere the Bad Batch because I am excited for that show. Yeah. All right. Next round, we have Fennec versus our boy Obi Wan Kenobi. Obi Wan. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was quick. I almost I almost feel a little bit bad. Yeah, I am, I almost feel bad. Sorry, Fennec. You I beat, you beat our two D two. I don't want to. Well, let me. Let me not. For the people that are following along at home, I don't want to spoil what I feel like is going to happen at the end of this bracket. It's going to be a good one. All right, Boba Fett versus Kylo Ren. Ooh, oh, I think Kylo fucks up Boba Fett. Really? I don't know, man. Uh. Okay. Well, let's talk it out. Let's talk out a fight. Yeah, start start it off, Gabe. Start it off. I don't know because I just do not respect Boba Fett. <laughs> Maybe that's where I'm, <laughs> I have opposite bias because I do not like Boba Fett at all. I think he was poorly done in his original uh, renderings. I think he looked cool. Obviously, like, that's not a debate. But and now I think they're they're catching up, and now his popularity is now well warranted because of what he can do in the Mandalorian. But uh, I don't know. I have to think. All right. Well, while he's thinking, Connor, walk us through your thought process so far. 
I think he's right in that Kylo Ren would win. And, but I think it's because if you look at like Force Awakens, like Kylo Ren, with with freezing the blaster bolts and um, and things like that, like he comes off a lot more brutal in that movie. And I think that he would take Boba Fett and like crush his helmet around his skull yeah. and just like and throw him I, across. And now that I think about it, like I think we had issues with him fighting Leia, but I think Kylo up at this point had other than his issues with Luke hadn't really hit all his fighting had been with blasters and Boba Fett type characters. And so episode seven, Kylo would be able to handle him pretty well. I think based on what's been, what he's been dealing with the last, since he's become the power. Does that make sense? That's a good assessment. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. I think that's, yeah, that's very insightful. Um, my, my thing that makes me, pause is let's say and this is hypothetical right because this is an entire star wars rumble of hypothetical uh you know not real characters um so imagine a world where boba fett has the dark saber okay who wins in a hand-to-hand combat i would still say that it's kylo ren and yeah Part of that is because, again, he can just take Boba Fett's helmet and crush it around his skull. The other part is because um, just because he has the Darksaber doesn't mean he's skilled with the Darksaber. It just means he was able to kill someone else that had it, and they could have sucked with it too, but they could have earned it from somebody else. It's like the whole cycle of, like, you have to kill someone with the Darksaber to earn it um, is kind of dumb because, like that person could suck with it. The person that they took it from could suck with it. The person that they took it from could suck with it. Like just cause you have, it doesn't mean you're good with it. And I think that's where the line really is drawn with Boba Fett. Like if he, if he had the dark saber, he would just lose anyways. Cause he, you know, he might be skilled generally with a sword, but like, is he skilled with a lightsaber or dark saber? Like probably not. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, it's tough because I like I like Boba Fett as a character better, but I think based on our criteria that we have to follow because we created it, I think I'm with you guys. I think Kylo wins this one. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, 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 ding. All right. We are in our final four, and man, this is fucking tough. <laughs> uh, we have Darth Vader versus General Grievous. Vader. Yeah, this one's not very tough for me. <laughs> yeah, because Grievous doesn't have any force abilities. He has, yeah, he has nothing. I mean, he can he can crawl on walls and like run away, but like <laughs> yeah, if they're fighting like in the he, forest, maybe then yeah, he's just like he's he's metal evil Spider Man. Like he can just <laughs> crawl around, but you know, other other than running away, which he's really good at. Like if he has to fight, like they're in like a closed off arena, like. It's all about Vader. Vader's just gonna like fuck him up, throw him into a ceiling, and, <laughs> and uh, cut him in half. Yeah. <laughs> but to to the counter, l- let me devil's advocate this here for a second. Do we think that Darth Vader has the mobility enough to where if he was in the same exact scene with Obi Wan in uh, Re- Revenge of the Sith that he could have handled uh, uh, General Grievous coming at him? I don't think that matters because we're using Rogue One, Vader, and he had pretty good mobility. I know, mobility I know. I'm just, One. I'm just, I'm just devil's advocating right now. 
You just want a world where, where your favorite character wins. Where your dog And I respect wins. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want a world where my dog physically beats Darth Vader. <laughs> um, uh, I know no. it's Vader, but I know I know Vader wins this round and goes on to the finals. But do you guys think, opinion time, that Darth Vader can actually hold off Grievous in that scene? Yeah, I mean, by the time Vader... By the time Vader's in Rogue One, it's been what? It's been 19 years. So he's gotten used to the suit and he understands his mobility limitations, but he still doesn't let that stop him from being a badass and just slaying the shit out of everybody. So, yeah, um, I think think because I think he shows more. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I think because Luke was able to handle Empire or Vader was able to handle handle Empire Luke, he'd be able to handle Grievous just based on what they've shown us in the movies. All right. Well, that's fair. Now we have Obi-Wan versus Kylo Ren. Obi-Wan. Yeah. Obi-Wan. I, <laughs> Obi-Wan is all like I posted Leia, but Obi-Wan's actually my favorite character in all of star Wars. So Obi-Wan, I think wins the fight, wins our hearts and, Kylo, maybe the movies maybe a tie. I don't know. I, I think I like Force Awakens more than Revenge of the Sith, but by a little, only by a little. Yeah, for me, I think I like Kylo better. I like Revenge of the Sith better, but I think Height of Power. You're really starting to see at that point. Obi Wan is he is he's the guy. He's the man. He yeah, really he's that dude. Yeah, I. Oh. I think Yoda made the wrong choice sending him to Mustafar. I think that Obi-Wan could have potentially beaten Emperor Palpatine. I agree. Yeah. Um, Obi-Wan is like the Goku of Star Wars. Like, <laughs> I'm slowly realizing that he is just like the OP, like, you know, you, you can't touch him kind of character, except for his Vegeta, which I'm assuming... I won't ruin it. I have, I have yeah. a theory. <laughs> so, you know, the bummer about that is I don't think we all come to love Obi-Wan the way that we do if it's not played by Ewan McGregor. Uh, I really fell in love with the Obi-Wan that was on Clone Wars. Like, I mean, yeah, Ewan McGregor is definitely the Obi-Wan as far as live action, but um, through Clone Wars and stuff too, you really get to see um, a new side of Obi-Wan. He, he like, you know, he's not supposed to, but he is a Jedi who does fall in love. And they talk about like how he was in love previously. And, um, he's debated on leaving the order before, and you get to really see these different sides of Obi-Wan where it really shows that he actually does understand Anakin a lot more than what you think or how, how you think he understands him in like revenge of the Sith. So I feel like you get a lot better context of who Obi-Wan is, through Clone Wars than you do through the movies. Um, but I do That's love fair. his uh, his hello there line. That, that'll that never get old. <laughs> uh, it's over, Anakin. I have the high ground. Um, you underestimate oh. my power. <laughs> my, I still to this day, like if someone says, hey, I'm going to go do X, Y, and Z, I'll like just turn and look at them and I'll say, you will try. And like, <laughs> 50% of the time they get it. Um, okay. So Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan's making it to the finals. Yeah. All right. 
Well, man, this is Rematch not how I saw this century. coming. <laughs> I, and this is like, and both of them in their prime. This is this is if we could go back in time and put uh, Michael Jordan in his prime versus whoever you guys think is better between Kobe and LeBron, right? So LeBron's they're better. prime versus prime. <laughs> and, there, and there you go. That's totally fine. So this is the equivalent of Jordan versus LeBron. Or if you are out there and you think Kobe is better, this is Jordan versus Kobe, both in their primes. This is tough. Let's go ahead let's and get, start it off with you. We Kyle. can get rid of, let's, we let's, can do the opinions first. Who do we like better and get that out of the way? I like Vader better. I'm, I'm a I Vader like Obi Wan better. That's tough. <laughs> I was um, like Connor is Connor's having an aneurysm. He's uh, dead over there. there. It's because like it's because like Vader. Oh, excuse me. Um, it's like Vader. It's an incredibly tragic story when you're looking at it. Is like when you're looking at his whole character arc, and even like. It's it's Disney, so or it's through the Disney canon, so I can talk about it. Uh, in the Vader comics, too, like it's truly obvious how much he regrets his actions and his decisions and what happened to Padme, and like he just sort of has to live with that. And the pain that the suit causes him um, reinforces his uh, the dark side of the Force within him, and he just like roils in anger, and it, it's crazy. Like as a character, he's just so there's so much more depth um to him but at the same time you get a lot more depth out of obi-wan um in clone wars um and you understand him better too so it's like as a character it's like like going through their whole arcs and their whole journeys it's it's a little tough because obi-wan's it's kind of a tragedy but not really but anakin's is like a true tragedy to darth vader um so it's I don't know. I I do I do genuinely enjoy Obi Wan, especially like in Rebels. Um, the one episode he's in is awesome. Um, yeah, I gotta, that's, I think, think I got to go with Obi Wan. Okay, so we've got two to one Obi Wan over Vader, and then now, Rogue One versus uh, Revenge, Revenge or, of Sith. Revenge of the Sith. Rogue One. I think we've had this conversation already. And I think yeah. I said Rogue One. I think Carmen said Revenge of the Sith. And I think Connor also said Rogue One. Yeah. So now it's a tie. So, so now so they yeah. fight. <laughs> Great. As if it wasn't hard enough fucking already. Um, so we have two to one Obi-Wan for who we like better. Two to one Vader for Rogue One over Revenge of the Sith, height of power. And before Again, we get into this, talk- can I just say, yeah, I yeah. think the three of us are doing a great job putting all our bias aside to deliberate the true champion of this. And I'd like to applaud us, so clap it for us. Yeah. If you're at home listening... Oh, thank you. That was so wonderful. I felt that personally. <laughs> um, if you're at home listening... And if you are clapping, or if you've been able to listen to our objectivity... And you haven't already done this. Give us a fucking five star review, you <laughs> bastards. Um, or, or may the force not be with you. Um, okay, in a fight, I think, in my opinion, 
the edge is going to go. Fuck, I can't even answer that. I can't even answer I that. I can question. go first then. Um, okay, go I'm ahead and go choosing Obi Wan based on the logic of Connor earlier of Vader being at 50% of his power and Obi Wan being able to beat the original Anakin, this version of Obi Wan. So that's the logic I'm be- using. I was going to go with the same same thing. I, I wasn't going to go with the the fifty uh, percent power, but I definitely but that that's definitely a good point. And um, I was going to say the uh, the fact that he's already beaten him before. Like it's right. It's just like yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> I guess we don't really. I don't even need to include the fifty percent. Yeah, he's already won. <laughs> Check the receipts. <laughs> yeah, like welcome back. Ready for another one? Round two, baby. It reminds me of um in I don't remember if it's. It's one of the uh, animated series where um, Darth Maul fights Obi Wan, and I'm I'm really happy the direction they went with it. But you think it's going to be this big epic fight, but no, fucking Obi Wan just obliterates him. Well, it's like second why? time around, Obi Wan is just over that. Yeah, I, I, I've you... read I I've read some of it, but I I would love to hear you explain it because you're so articulate with the Star Wars. <laughs> so 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 the whole thing is that when. Uh, Maul beat Qui-Gon Jinn he did it by hitting him in the chin with his hilt which stunned Qui-Gon and then he you know shoved his lightsaber into his stomach he tried to do that same damn move on Obi-Wan but Obi-Wan instead of uh, trying to block the way Qui-Gon blocked he cut through Maul's lightsaber hilt and killed him that way and so it was literally Mole just tried the same damn thing, and Obi Wan went, "That is how you kill my master. That is not how you're going to kill me." And that's why it was so yeah. quick because he remembered. Yeah, we that. ain't the same person. No. <laughs> and, and it yeah. was it, it was obvious from that fight too that Maul had not grown in his skills or anything. He had he had just been the same character harboring this revenge and just never learned he never grew and he never got better while obi-wan studied and learned and and became better yeah yeah i think the more the more i think about it especially if we're taking into consideration so you have to think the potential peak power of darth vader is not only what we see of him with his suit in rogue one but i think you could argue and say he was potentially more powerful as Anakin having just transitioned to Darth Vader without the suit um, on Mustafar. So Obi-Wan technically has beat him without the suit. 50% potential decrease in power. I think Obi-Wan beats him again in a, in a one-on-one fight. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, whether whether you're Darth Vader in the suit or the youngling slayer 420, um, you lose to Obi-Wan. 69. Yeah. I think we yep. got it. I, I think, think this is I think the first rumble. I've been happy with the outcome. <laughs> <laughs> and how and mad would you? It's Goku what, what versus you, Vegeta. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really is. It really is. I was. I'm not going to lie to you. When I was when I was putting all this stuff in together, and I was like randomly looking at this. Uh, I was putting them in randomly. I was like, man, it'd be so cool to see. Um, a Kylo Ren versus Darth Vader, but I'm glad it happened the way that it did because I don't think Kylo wins against Kylo doesn't win against uh, Obi-Wan in any scenario. And I think the Leia one really took a lot out of us when it comes to our, 
uh, ability to be very objective and really think through that. So kudos to us again. We're dope. We're super dope. The dopest. We deserve five-star reviews. Yeah, five-star reviews. Um, Connor, is there anything else that you want to add before Gabe and I sign off for the night? Uh, other than thank you for having me because this was awesome. I really enjoyed like every minute of this. Uh, and if you guys ever want me on as a guest for another podcast, whether it's Star Wars related or not, I'm super down. Like This was a lot of fun. Thank you guys for having me. Well, thank you, Connor. You have been a pleasure, a handsome man, and a big old dong-having drummer. We appreciate you. Uh, Gabe, take it away. Sign us out for the night. All righty. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Go follow all the socials. You you know what they are. Jim Gabe, Carmen Official, Connor's Instagram, Bands, at There Goes the Neighborhood. I made a good joke earlier. Nobody laughed at it. But go There Goes the Neighborhood. Go follow them and leave a review for the show. And as always, everybody, thank you for joining us. If you have a dream. Go and chase it. May the force be with you. May the fourth be with you. And we will always see you all in the next one.